Hi, I'm Monica Sancio, biologist in holistic nutrition, energizing you to be fit, healthy, happy, and free. In this episode, we're going to talk veganism, plant-based, kindness, and what Harvard Health has to say about this whole thing. Thank you. Finally, I'm here. How are you? What's up? My friend, my friends, I give you a big hug at the start of this podcast, ready ready to dive right into the vegan lifestyle and the vegan way and the plant-based diet and however you want to lean into it, even if you're vegan once a week, maybe three times a week, maybe not seven days a week, maybe six days a week, whatever you decide is already good for the planet, for the animals, okay? Kindness is the key to evolve in this planet and yes i believe in going vegan in the right way in the smart way in the scientific way and there's so much controversy on this topic so guys do whatever you want you don't have to be vegan okay i've told you i'm here as a scientist as a biologist in holistic nutrition to give you the best information and inspiration yet it is always your choice okay I cannot push you into doing anything that you don't want to do and this is seriously your own risk and your own testing, your own experimenting in your body and I would say it is really important to be safe, to get as much information and uh, also to filter out the misinformation because there's articles around that we're going to discuss eventually. I have lots of plans for this podcast because, yes, it is good to sift through what's being said and how much of that is true and how much propaganda there is for us to be eating, for instance, breakfast. And I used to teach that all the time. It's like, oh, you got to eat breakfast all the time and you've got to eat five meals, six meals, you know, because what? The industry needs that. Just like there's a meat industry, there's a dairy industry, and the killing and the terrible raping and the terrible things that happen in those factories are are behind doors yes and it just really breaks my heart and I hardly talk much about it but it's really important to have the awareness that when you have the food on your plate whether it's at a restaurant or at home you're getting the end product of some kind of stabbing some death some something really 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 cruel and really really violent okay i i don't know i had to say it i really did and i know that not everything i say is gonna fall on you or on your lap like oh she's so sweet not always i speak my truth and my truth is that i have to speak up that doesn't mean i'm going to change your mind i don't plan to convince you and I can't say, oh, I'm going to change the world because I'm vegan and I've been vegan for nine years already. And that's a good thing because I feel good being vegan and I feel like I still have lots of things to improve on and I could use more supplements and I could do things differently and better. Yet for me, it really, really works. And I can't tell you if it's going to work for you, for your family, for your kids. But for most people, plant-based, even if you're not vegan 100%, is really going to make a difference, okay? And I think that's where it's at. I think it's the smartest way to do it if you're not really, really scientific and you're not spending too much time in analyzing all the nutrients, micronutrients, and supposedly all the deficiencies that we as vegans could have 
which is most, mostly myth. And there's a lot of theories from the past that are sometimes passed on towards what's going on right now. And I understand that maybe three years ago, 20 years ago, it was harder to be a vegan, but now it's super easy with all the possibilities that we have. And, you know, we could eat macaroni and cheese, pizza, we could eat pasta, we could eat our favorite foods, ice cream, nice cream, actually. <laughs> and just so many delicious desserts, everything plant-based, and it tastes so incredibly good. And so if you like the taste of the old stuff that meant killing uh, sentient animals, okay, just like chimpanzees, pigs are sentient, okay, pigs are smarter than dogs, so you wouldn't kill your dog to eat him, right? Cancel, cancel, cancel. Uh, yeah, seriously, uh, think about that sometime. Take some time to, to really think where your food is coming from. And maybe if you have the courage, go watch how they get that food to you. And maybe you'll change your mind about it and you'll say, oh gosh, yeah, it doesn't matter how grass-fed it may be, it's still killing, okay? It's still doing something really, really really horrible. <laughs> I, I'm like looking for words that are not bad, but it's like, you know, it's wrong. For me, it's wrong. And some people say, oh, there's no right and wrong. And like, okay, we could also have a podcast about that. Is there really not right and wrong things to do? Like, do you accept abuse in your life? I've talked to you about healthy boundaries because I no longer accept abuse from people in my life at all, in any kind of circumstance. Yet sometimes because I'm so kind, people think I'm weak and they take advantage or they have done so in the past. So what I'm saying is I don't want us to have violence in our lives and people violating our healthy boundaries, whether it's our body, our rights, our space, our time, and you know many things that are usually spoken about in personal development and mental health, well, they pertain to your choices as well. I don't think it's right to take somebody's life it's not right to take some animal's life either and yes we're very very similar to those animals that we've been torturing for no reason at all and i understand that uh, you may tune away from this podcast but hopefully you're still listening so i'm going to tell you really great things about what vegan diets can do for you for a greater health just like I have told you in previous ones, uh, podcasts, episodes about it being like the best system you can have for your great gut health. Okay, and it is based on fiber for the most part, but just a plant-based diet and including the vegan one, which is the strictest one, still, it's gonna be all about being healthier. So bottom line, there's a lot of, politics and propaganda and just interests that are economical okay just imagine that the world is dominated by i don't know about nine media i've heard around the world that basically want to control your thinking okay so don't let anybody control you don't let anybody abuse you but let's not try to control anyone nor abuse of anyone get it or let's not abuse of animals no more abuse of the planet as much as possible you know sometimes i feel guilty because i'm using a plastic something a plastic cup or a plastic mm, straw <laughs> and you know i could go on and on about things that that i still use that are maybe 
not recyclable so easily. Recyclable? Yeah, anyway, I do separate my garbage and I do the best possible. So yeah, the idea is for us to do the least harm possible, okay? And uh, in that sense, uh, I'm reminded of food as medicine. Do First, do no harm. What is that? Let's Google it. Uh, who said that? That's all about medicine because let thy food be thy medicine and let thy medicine be thy food. That was Hippocrates, right? Okay, do I have a connection right now? This is weird. <laughs> and let me know. Yes, first, uh, primum non nocere is a Latin phrase that means first do no harm. Now, whose is it? I wonder. I wonder who wrote that first. Uh, physicians, da 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 da, the doctors, PubMed, Harvard. We're going to talk about what Harvard says about this. Yes, it's the Hippo Hippocratic or Hippocratic Oath. So I guess it also comes from Hippocrates. Hippocrates knows that our food is our health, okay? And he lets us know through his super famous quote. Okay, so two incredible quotes that I'm including in this part of my episode is our, excuse me, we're talking about two, is one, at first do no harm, and second, let thy medicine be thy food and thy food be thy medicine or vice versa, okay? So in that sense, let's dive in, in because it's important to talk about how a vegan nutritional plan can actually give you the best health. So your vegan food, your plant food, plant-based food is actually gonna give you your health, okay? That's gonna be your medicine, your medicine. It's your preventive, or preventative? Anyway, like prevention. <laughs> yeah, I used to get all those magazines because my mom was into it when we lived in Berkeley, California. And I have many stories about that because some people, don't understand that it's all mostly about really preventing disease, not about curing it, and not about studying disease as much as studying health. What has given health to the most centenarians, the most healthy populations in the world? And that also indicates it's all plant-based. And sometimes we're like, okay, you gotta eat, I don't know, eggs, dairy, meat because of the B12. You know where the B12 comes from, you guys? From bacteria, okay? Bacteria are in the gut of those animals because they ate some dirt. So maybe if we eat some dirt directly from vegetables, then we can get B12. Well, we might not want to eat dirty vegetables, okay? Although that is in Alicia Silverstone's book and I found it kind of funny and she has a point there. You know, we have incredibly sophisticated B12 supplements. It could be methylcobalamin, maybe hydroxocobalamin. There's so many ways of taking the best of the best, not cyanocobalamin so much. Anyway, so there's a lot of myths and there are a lot of untruths, uh, to say the least, a lot of lies, a lot of deception in the nutrition world, unfortunately, in every single area of our lives. And we've been basically lied to. And I think uh, this guy, by the way, um, I have so many things to comment to you. I guess I'm really excited about getting back into my podcast because I miss making episodes almost every day. And I say, okay, if it's weekly, that's really good. Yet, you know, I'm always like wanting to do more and more. And, you know, when it comes to stoicism, 
being stoic. I remember, oh, Ryan Holiday, right. He writes about uh, something that is related to this. And what was it? Uh, why was I going to mention him? Um, I'll, I'll remember that because I have just so many ideas in my mind right now. But yes, it's a way of, hey, let's change paradigms. Oh, yeah, because he has a book by that name that I haven't read, but I find it amazing because I do believe in what he's saying. And I think the message is the same. I still have to read his book. But yeah, it's called trust me i'm lying oh my goodness and if i go you know sometimes i'm really curious to say the least i'm very curious and uh, um trust me i'm lying and you could go to amazon and get that book okay i'm gonna put it in the cart and uh, most probably and right now like if i go for the summary or the gist of it the you know bottom line right mm, the key insights Okay, it's the marketer's take on how influential blogs have truly become. Oh, how influential the blogs have become. That's true. Why that's something to worry about and how the internet is broken, which includes his own confessions of how he gamed the very same system to generate press for his clients. Oh my goodness, I'm telling you. So marketing is a lot of lies. So, you know, you could say, oh, okay, vegan marketing is lying. Well, you know what? The keto and the killing marketing lies way more. And some lying is harmless to animals in the planet, while some lying is actually totally detrimental, totally uh, damaging to our self-esteem, to our self-love, to our our... I would say to our energy because you know I I used to think nothing of it and it's not your fault if you're eating flesh and you don't realize where it comes from I get it because I've done it almost all my life but for nine years I've become more sensitive and I'm like oh my gosh what were we doing I, and I feel bad about what I did in the past and I'm so sorry because you may not know where your food comes from but the more you understand that the origin of your food is basic important and vital then you're going to be more wary and more skeptical of every campaign or every blog like ryan says it's like every person is going to tell you something different and you're going to believe whomever you want to believe you don't even have to believe me i'm just really inviting you to not believe anything until you actually try it for yourself you get some scientific data and you don't believe any of the of the things that don't even make sense it's like oh do we need meat for our brains why is that if the animal is an intermediate why don't you go directly to the source okay the source is plant-based okay and you could argue with me forever but like i say that's that's for you as homework and as your own decision to do whatever you want i decided that this is for me so i'm going to look for the smartest ways and the most safe ways for me to be vegan and I know that if I don't eat plant-based then I'm not eating the healthiest options okay so okay next segment <laughs> yes we've got to think about all those things okay marketing is marketing and uh, the dairy industry is the cruelest industry in the world the meat industry is super cruel I can't even tell you about the sausage and the, the cured meats industry I don't know which one is worse but seriously, uh, we don't have the right to be uh, taking animals' 
life. We don't have to the right to be taking the environment away from the animals and etc. Okay, but there's a lot of positive stuff out there and I wanted to share a video and if you follow me at Monica Sancio, S-A-N-C-I-O, Monica Sancio, I would love to share something like 50 Billion Trees is an organization that's planting trees like crazy. It's like, you know, to do something creatively because we can be forever just complaining about how we're destroying the planet, right? Yet we also have to create campaigns and movements and take our own personal actions to make a difference and move the needle forward in what we want. And for me, the most important message of all that I'm receiving and that I am sharing with you is, hey, guys, let's be kind to ourselves, to each other, to the animals, to the planet, and what can we do about it? What can you do besides being vegan on top of that, which is already a contribution? What can you do to make this a better place? Maybe I think you can do something. We can all do more than we're doing right now without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling bad. On the contrary, au contraire, when we do something that helps others, we actually feel really good. So like I've said in my previous podcasts episodes, I think that when we help and we're, let's say, uh, selfless, we actually become selfish in the sense that we get uh, such a good feeling of being giving to others as long as we're not accepting abuse like I said we don't want uh, abuse in our lives at all um, that's why we we promote kindness and yes so uh, not to the point of abuse and don't give more than you have you have to be good you have to be like okay I have plenty of food so now I can give this away okay I bought all this this is fine okay we, we can give this 10% or 11% away of the gross income or whatever you decide in your own life to give and you're gonna feel so good so it's actually selfish to be selfless and to be giving and oh my goodness yes in the next segment uh, or on the next podcast because it's already 18 minutes I am gonna be talking uh, about what Harvard scientists say and some of the most recent findings on plant-based okay so it's going to be great it's going to be fun thank you so much for listening and i'll be right back with harvard health publishing harvard medical school with a little planning i'll tell you right back when i come okay when i come right back <laughs> okay kiss i'll be right back this is so interesting Ta-da! So, with a little planning, vegan diets can be a healthful choice. By Harvard Medical School, written by Catherine D. McManus. Recently, there has been much discussion and many questions about vegan diets. Are vegan diets, which exclude meat, poultry, eggs, and dairy, healthful? Do they provide complete nutrition? Should I try one? Will it help me lose weight? Many people around the world eat plant-based diets for a variety of reasons. Some because meat is not readily available or affordable. Others because of religious convictions or concerns about animal welfare. Thank you. Health has become another reason people are moving to plant-based diets. And research supports the idea that plant-based diets, including vegan diets, provide health benefits. What does the science say? A recent meta-analysis published in JAMA Internal Medicine, JAMA is like the Journal of American, 
oh my goodness, <laughs> that was a tongue twister. J-A-M-A is Journal of American Medical Association Internal Medicine, looked at nine observational studies totaling over 300,000 participants to see how plant-based diets, both vegan and vegetarian, relate to type 2 diabetes risk. The study found that those most closely following plant-based diets, emphasizing foods like whole grains, legumes, nuts, vegetables, and fruits, while de-emphasizing or eliminating animal foods such as meat, dairy, and eggs, had a 23% lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Awesome! Yay, vegan! Woo! In a 2016 study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, researchers analyzed the diets of over 26,000 men for nearly eight years. They found that vegan diets were linked with a 35% lower risk of prostate cancer compared to non-vegetarian diets. You got it? 35% less, woo! Go vegan. And an extensive review of the literature, oh, literature, literature <laughs> published in the lancet in february 2019 showed that a mostly plant-based diet could prevent approximately listen to this 11 million deaths per year globally and could sustainably produce enough food for the planet's growing population without further damage to the environment oh my goodness i want to read this again could you imagine this was last year february 2019 showed Mostly plant-based diet could prevent approximately 11 million deaths. Well, you can always rewind it and so can I. But I'm just like, wow, so excited about this. Wow. So enough food for the planet's growing population without any further damage to the environment. Yes, thank you. Was it Jane got out? She's teaching a special master class on, on that, on her environmental activism. She says it's not too late. So she must be right. She knows what she's doing. So finally, a position paper from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics noted that appropriately planned vegetarian, including vegan diets, are healthful, nutritionally adequate, and may provide health benefits for the prevention and treatment of certain diseases. It went on to say that these diets are appropriate for all life stages, including pregnancy, lactation, infancy, childhood, adolescence, and older adulthood. Yay, cheers, let me drink some water. Mm. Mm. I read an article, I will comment that on a future episode because uh, they're like saying, oh, because some irresponsible vegans were not feeding their kids good food, okay? So it's not about being vegan, it's about being an irresponsible parent, okay? And I'm sure tons of carnivores are also not being responsible. I, I don't even like saying tons, but meaning that it's not because of veganism it's because some parents are irresponsible and they don't feed their kids the right nutrition so yes lots of um, ridiculous lies like i said in my previous segment okay mm. i'm happy 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 even though i gotta go to sleep okay uh i know i'm just too, too excited about life okay careful planning is important for a vegan diet 
While vegan diets can be healthy, you may have to do a little planning to balance a vegan plate and ensure you get enough protein, calcium, iron, and vitamin B12. Here are some foods and nutrients to pay special attention to. Protein. A variety of vegan foods are rich in protein. They include soybean products, tofu, edamame, tempeh, seitan, lentils, beans or peas, nutritional yeast, spirulina, soy milk, cashew milk, mm, yum, nuts and seeds, nut and seed butters, veggie burgers, and meat alternatives. Yes, I call them kind meats. Healthy fats, yes. Healthy vegan sources of fats include various oils, olive, it says canola, I don't agree with that, okay, that's going to be a subject, a very interesting one at that, okay, um, yes, uh, sunflower, yes, safflower, soybean and corn, well, don't agree with that either, but anyway, I'll just finish reading the article and uh, I can give you more comments uh, later on, right? But you do your own research, like I say, because there's a lot of lies and there's a lot of uh, perceptions about oils. And I used to have like a lot of corn oil, but the best oils to have are the oils that are naturally oily, like avocado oil is good, olive oil is good, and I don't believe in others so much. It is important, and of course I love soy, soy, but soy is not naturally oily, and usually it's GMO, isn't it? Okay, so guys, there's so much to talk about. I know. That's why I'll never get bored of this podcast and you won't get bored of listening to me because there's so much to do research on. And if you are curious like me, like Einstein says, never lose a holy curiosity. So you're going to want to find out, is Monica right about this? Uh, is it true? Uh, is it true that some plants are are full of lectins and therefore a plant-based diet is not so good according to this famous doctor huh you also have to have critical thinking about that you guys be skeptical okay um yes uh, very many subjects of of controversy and of just doing more research and let's be truthful sometimes we just don't know as scientists because i am one we don't we don't know we don't have enough evidence sometimes we don't have proof of something we just believe this and we do have um, a lot of studies that I'm going to talk about that study populations of centenarians and people who are extremely healthy like the blue zones and you know why are they so healthy and it's mostly because of plant-based okay they hardly ever at all eat anything that is animal-based okay so health is plant-based period <laughs> however you want to look at it you guys but yes again it's your choice all right it is important for vegans to eat foods containing alpha linoleic oh i'm sorry i didn't say it right okay alpha linolenic acid a type of fat that can be converted into essential omega-3 fats dha and EPA in your body. By the way, that's another interesting subject because there's controversy about that too and we could go deep into the science of this. Do you really need to kill the fish, the tuna and the and the sardines and the salmon to get those oils or can you actually get it because you know, some people say or some scientists say that that well some people that are not scientists usually are saying oh flaxseed is not enough you need to kill the the fish uh well let's let's listen to harvard here's what it's uh, saying right here 
that uh, the richest sources of alpha linolenic acid are flax seeds and flax oil. Chia seeds, hemp seed oil, walnuts or walnut oil, canola oil, and soybean oil. So even though I may not agree with the canola thing, and we can do more research on that, what does that mean? What is canola? <sighs> you know what's interesting is that um, I don't think there's a consensus. And even if we had a debate, um, I don't think you could prove to me that you need to kill animals in order to get the DHA and the EPA in your body and your brain. I don't think that I can be clearer minded, maybe not now because I may be a little tired, but what I mean is that there's nothing that proves that you need to eat meat in order to have a smart brain. That's just BS, okay? Uh, my opinion, of course. Everything is in my opinion because it's my podcast and it's my show and so I just give my take on it and... If you do not consume these items daily, consider consuming a flaxseed oil supplement. By the way, I got to get flaxseed. Thank you for the reminder, Harvard. Calcium. Without dairy, an unbalanced vegan diet can lack calcium. Well, that's relative too because there's tons of vegetables that have them. Anyway, so let's read. Aim for one or two cups per day of well-absorbed sources of calcium such as tofu, calcium-enriched fruit juice, cooked Chinese cabbage, turnip greens, mustard greens, collard greens, or fortified plant milks. Yes, soy, almond, cashew. If you fall short of the daily goal, you may need a calcium supplement. Vitamin B12. There are only two reliable sources of vitamin B12 for vegans. Fortified foods and supplements, period. Okay, examples of B12 fortified foods include fortified plant, fortified plant milk, soy, almond, cashew, meat alternatives, fortified cereals, and nutritional yeast. If you're not consuming about six micrograms of B12 per day, talk to your doctor. I would say talk to your nutritionist because doctors don't necessarily study nutrition nor are they updated about it. But yeah, about taking a B12 supplement. In this case, I've done tons of research and I can tell you that the one I recommend is methylcobalamin, okay? I'll give you some brands if you ever want some and I could, uh, yeah, I'll give you the link. Let me know and you could also leave me a voice message about that. Hydrox hydroxycobalamin is usually the injectable one, the shot, but yes, you could get methylcobalamin and even though it's, it's not as cheap as cyano, it's way more effective and absorbable according to lots of research on that. And let's see. Round out, oh, the iodine. Vegans who do not, con do not consume key vegan sources of iodine, such as iodized salt or sea vegetables, may be at risks. Oh, so we could eat sea vegetables. How about some seaweed? Yum. Mm, so we may be at risk for iodine deficiency. I love seaweed, by the way. Sea salt, kosher salt, and salty seasonings such as tamari are generally not iodized. Now, how much iodine do we really need? That's a really good question as well. I don't know it by heart. I used to because, you know, I studied so much nutrition. Ten years, basically, I studied science academically. And, you know, every day I study here and there what, what is most interesting. And I will be sharing lots of that too. Ideas for balanced vegan meals, you guys. Breakfast, quinoa porridge made with almond milk, almonds, and blueberries. Veggie omelet, in quotes, made with shredded tofu, soy cheese, chopped vegetables, one slice of whole grain toast. 
refried pinto beans in a small whole grain tortilla with tomatoes, onions, and fresh salsa. Yum. Hey, by the way, this is if you're going to have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, I believe that you don't even need more than one meal a day. I do intermittent fasting. It's my opinion that most people can do it. Yet, if you're still traditional about it, go ahead. This would be your lunch. This is an example according to Harvard. Vegan pizza. Vegan pizza. Made with whole wheat crust, tomato slices, soy cheese, mushrooms, broccoli, peppers, and onions. Yum. Mediterranean barley salad. Cooked barley with celery, red onion, red and orange, bell pepper, cannellini beans with olive oil and vinegar dressing on a bed of fresh baby spinach. Lentil stew. Yummy, yummy. I'm getting hungry. And for dinner, vegetarian chili made with red, black, and kidney beans. Canned tomatoes, celery. Why, why canned, right? Fresh tomatoes, even better. Celery, onions, carrots, and spices. Stir-fried tofu with broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, and yellow peppers topped with peanuts over brown rice. Mmm, I ate tons of brown rice for dinner. Whole wheat pasta with garbanzo beans. Oh, and I, and I had black beans that were delicious. Yeah, so whole wheat pasta with garbanzo beans and peas topped with a pesto sauce. Kale salad with artichoke hearts, asparagus, and balsamic, balsamic vinaigrette. And snacks, guess what we're going to have for snacks? I had tons of peanuts today. You can have nuts, hummus, and carrots, bean dip with whole grain chips, apple with peanut butter, sunflower, or pumpkin seeds. Oh, I love those. Baba ganoush with whole wheat pita bread. You know what baba ganoush? Isn't that the eggplant delish? Yes. And, uh... Yes, so we're done with the article. Thank you so much, Hartford. Thank you so much, Catherine. And if you're curious about something like baba ganoush, I'm pretty sure it's it's the cream made with, um, yeah, based on eggplant. It's so, so yummy, yummy, yummy. Because the hummus is a garbanzo cream. Exactly. Right, right. Oh, tahini, olive oil, lemon juice. And yes, yeah, basically, basically mashed cooked eggplant. That's right. Mm, I'm getting hungry now. I'm going to have to make some of that and mix it with tabbouleh and falafes, which I love. And Oh, my goodness. Yes, 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 yes. See, so you could find tons of recipes, I'm telling you. Lots of recipes. And, you know, sometimes, um, like I said, you know, they, they tell us that uh, we need to eat animal products to create collagen. And it's basically... BS because uh, we produce collagen in our body, okay? And uh, the way it's synthesized is basically intracellular, extracellularly. And um, we can find out more about this. And I can remember when I studied biology about this. But to boost your body's natural collagen production, you might just need vitamin C, for example, and some foods that are really good for you without having to, to, to I would say, to have anything that has come from the killing of animals. You just don't. You don't need that, okay? So just more tropical fruits, citrus, leafy greens, beans, cashews, all that is good for collagen to be synthesized and, you know, for 
for collagen production. I'm thinking of collagen because that's one of the lies that I've read. It's like, what? Why are they telling us this? And it's really unfair. And yeah, you have to be smart about your own vegan journey. So even if you're eating vegan once a week, okay, be smart about it. And like, okay, start experimenting. Oh, I like the soup. Oh, I like the salad. Oh, I like the sandwich. And, you know, you're going to feel really good when you do that. Uh, let's see. So, hmm, this is interesting. Yeah, we can read more about it. Um, yes, uh, I got to review some of my my biology. But, yeah, it's about the tissues and how do you maintain it? Uh, for instance, the health fats that... You know what? That's going to be a topic for another day and I'm going to gather some information and I'm going to tell you, hey, this is what's proven about this and this is what they're inventing. Okay, you don't need to eat a dead animal in order to get nutrients that you can get directly. And in order to produce certain foods and certain, um, yeah, some tissues, it's like you don't need to eat muscle to have muscle in your body. It's just ridiculous. You know, you eat the amino acids and uh, you get those amino acids from vegetable sources and it's basically the same so think about that and understand that we've been lied to <laughs> we have been lied to unfortunately and that's abuse yes there's macro abuse inner integration i recommend her meredith miller she knows a lot about that and she had a podcast about that particular subject on being lied to at a macro level and I think she's right. She didn't mention science but I believe that we have been lied to as scientists and in general there's a lot of coverage on on what uh, they have told us to believe. It's like they made me believe that a certain sweetener was good for you and they gave me all this information about it and they hid the the dark sides of that sweetener or of that industry or of that cruelty etc so guys love you so much thank you for listening it really means the world to me now that i'm reactivating my podcast and this is going to be the best season yet the best is yet to come and i hope that you're inspired to eat more vegan more plant-based more nutty okay let's go nuts <laughs> i'm nuts about nuts i really like um, including them every single day i love including beans every single day and there's a smart way to be vegan and there's a dumb way to be vegan and if there's a dumb way to live it's like you can do that whether you're vegan or not so just be smart be vegan and be you Make your best decisions. And if you want some one-on-one -on -one coaching to be more vegan, more plant-based, fantastic, let me know. And yes, before I go, let me remind you, eat and drink mostly plant-based towards vegan, yes. Move around more, get physical, stretch, dance, just move your body. Yes, let's get physical. Come on, let's get physical. I don't know how to sing it, but I love that song by Dua Lipa. And I was reviewing uh, Let's Get Physical by Olivia Newton-John as well. I'm like, I can't believe that video is so gay. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay, I'm, I'm going on to the positive attitude is focus on what you want. Focus on what's working 
and focus on your desires. What is most important to you? Why do you want to get healthy? Because of your kids? Because of your significant other? Mm. Maybe you just want to look good, but maybe you want to be more independent. You want to be able to move here and there and make your own life without uh, having to rely on other people. Maybe you're doing it because, 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 because you want to have a good digestion, a good elimination. You're sick and tired of having constipation. And the vegan way is the best way, by the way, to be fluid and fluent in that. And yes, I could tell you many things, but definitely uh, give all you can. And by you taking care of yourself and you being at your best, it makes all the difference in the world. So thank you so much. And yes. There are links below to support my podcast. If you so desire, that would be great. You could also leave an honest and uh, positive and constructive review. I would love your five stars. That would be great as well. And <laughs> it's funny because I think the first five stars I gave myself. And it's interesting because, interesting, yeah. And you may think whatever you want to think because I used to think, oh, she's showing off and Guess what? In this world of marketing, marketing necessarily doesn't mean lying to people. It's a matter of packaging. It's like I have an offer and when I package it correctly and beautifully, you're going to love the offer more than you like it now. You see? So there's ethical marketing and there's unethical marketing. And I believe that there's ethical ways to support yourself and your endeavors. And sometimes I know in my heart that I have to do something like this podcast, but that doesn't mean that everybody's already rooting and cheering for me. Nobody told me to make a podcast that I remember. I don't have many people telling me, oh yes, make more YouTube videos. Or, well, yes, I do have more fans on YouTube. The point is that the first cheerer upper of yourself is you. And self-talk is fundamental. And that's why many times I say affirmations and I teach you how to do them so be kind to yourself okay just like I'm kind to me and I'm gonna be the first one saying go girl you can do it okay do the same for you and you know having a new lifestyle changing habits for them to serve you and not to do the opposite takes patience takes time takes consistency perseverance takes listening to your body as many times I tell you and Okay, I'm getting ready to do something very healthy for my body now, <laughs> which is actually going to sleep. So, love you so much and love yourself, okay? Just like I love you. Mwah. Kisses and hugs, love and light. Till next time, thank you. <laughs>